Welcome to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly. I think four is harder than three for, I mean, obviously, but it, I think it's a really big jump because now I'm going from like, can it fit three across to like, oh, I can't, we can't all fit in Taylor's truck. And Liz. When I found out I was pregnant with James, I was in such denial because I couldn't believe that I was pregnant that I bought like a Costco pack of pregnancy tests. Your mom time off starts now. Welcome back to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. Hi guys, happy Tuesday. In case you missed it. I'm pregnant. Baby number four is in room. <laughs> it has been a very hard secret to keep, first of all. It's been a long secret to keep. Yeah, it has. It's Well, I found out early and I, I'm 12 weeks. So, you know, and like you find that out like four weeks, basically. Yeah. Luckily, we kept ourselves busy with lots of travel. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Poor Kelly felt miserable during all of these travels. And like <laughs> now, if anyone was like, OK, she's being kind of dramatic with how much she hates traveling. <laughs> it's justified now. You felt so bad. I think I felt the worst in Montana. Well, that was also like we were I- freezing. It was just like, it was like, it was like physically grueling. Yeah, it was physically grueling. Um, Vegas, I didn't feel great. And like, what a buzzkill. Yeah. Like pregnant in Vegas. Um, And then Arizona was just, I felt it was just tough for other reasons. So overall, it definitely made things hard. And today we're just going to kind of like talk about it. I have like some things I want to update the class on, like things I want to talk through. I'm probably going to share the gender on the podcast. What? Because I already know. Kelly can't keep a secret for a second. Yeah. No, I'm but, sorry. That, that, Once that. you... Okay, you have kept this secret for a second. But and like... I kept the house for a secret? Yeah, no. For no, so no. long. No, yeah. But like once you're ready to go, you just go. No, I'm ready and to go. And you have a piece of content you want to post along with the you have she has finding out the gender uh, a video of it and it's really cute yeah you know that i'm like so trigger happy like you know as soon as i have a i have a hot piece of content in yeah. my hands i have to post it but anyway um let's talk about it let's start from the beginning how were were you planning for this baby well it's so funny because when i was pregnant with fred i think i said multiple times like this is my last one like mm-hmm. i had I, I gave elizabeth I don't have a, I don't have a single thing on maternity clothes. I gave it all to Elizabeth. I was like, I'm done. Like this is <laughs> yeah. this is it. This is it. I'm done. And I felt that way like up until the delivery. And then as soon as I delivered him, I'm like, oh, I'm not done. Yeah. And he's continued to sh- prove to me that I'm not done because he's the world's easiest baby. Love that. He's just so happy go lucky. And it's it. I think it's like it's a weird feeling of like Fred's so perfect. I should want to be done but instead it's like no fred's making me like want to have another one yeah fred gives middle child energy he's fred not a youngest totally he's gives so ch- just like middle child no he totally gives middle child um so i was like like tyler was like so done like tried to make an appointment to like you know do a thing and i like said no you can't do that i'm not i'm not i'm not 100 percent. and he was like we're done kelly he's like we're done and then it just kind of like one day he was like, you know, I don't even know if we'd really notice another one. Like he said that. And I'm like, yeah, I'm on. Okay. <laughs> okay we're going to do this. Um, and I just think like I, I just didn't feel done. 
And luckily, Tyler said okay. So anyway, I'll share like a little bit more about the store. I do want to say like it's um going to get like a little like personal and like a little raw. Oh, and I think it's not going to be like it's it's not going to be like relatable for every single person. Um, but just like Ballerina Farms, you don't have to center yourself in every piece of content. And this is no exception because it is like my story and my truth and my feelings are valid. Okay. Sorry. Can you tell I've, can you tell I've gotten, it sounds a bit I've gotten some hate messages before? <laughs> Um, so the thing was like, we agreed to do four and I very much thought we'd start trying like in August and turns out I'm going to be nine months pregnant in August instead. Yeah. So although we had committed to four, that's timing was a huge shock and a huge surprise. And I like for the first couple of weeks, like really freaked out and kind of struggled with it. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, like just feeling sick and like it, 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 it wasn't. The thing that makes it good, though, is like it's not the baby. It's the timing of the pregnancy mm-hmm. that feels really difficult. Yeah. Um. I'm honestly, no, I'm not worried about having another baby at all. Like it's just like kind of what I do. I'm kind of in the chaos. We're kind of already here. I've done two under two before. We're moving to a bigger house. Like I'm not worried about that. It's just it was just like Fred's pregnancy was so hard on me. And just like looking at like the year I had planned for myself and like those three trips I was going on and just like, you know, with everything that's going on with the house, I didn't want to be pregnant for this period of time. Yeah. But it's it is so hard to be pregnant. Yeah. But it's fine because I'm. I got through the trips. Yep. Um, I'll get through everything. Yep. And. Like, it's just, you got to just take, like, I'm, like, just clinging on to my faith of, like, well, this baby's supposed to be here. Yeah. Like, this is supposed to be the baby. So, mm-hmm. and, you know, when you just think about, like, all the stars align and everything that has to happen for, like, that combination of, like, that child to be born. Yeah. Like, it just has to, like, it just, to me, it's, it, God's hand is just so in it. Because, mm-hmm. like, my three kids couldn't go more perfectly together. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, like, that's, and I'm still, like, you know, like we still have like the auto show coming up and like we have a lot to do this year that I just didn't know. I, I, I didn't think I could handle it while being pregnant. Well, I will say with the auto show, which is traditionally in September, prior to finding out Kelly was pregnant, we did decide to move the date to July. Yeah. So that was serendipitous. <laughs> no, that was serendipitous. So yeah, the, the auto show, mark your calendars, it's going to be July 20th. In St. Louis. In St. Louis. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be like very pregnant. So everyone just please road trip to me. I can't take it to you. Um, but it's on a Saturday, which mm-hmm. I think is going to be really helpful for people trying to make a weekend out of it because prior we've always had it on Sundays. So it's Saturday, July 20th, same venue. It's going to be very similar to last year. But I think like the biggest thing on my recap call is it was like I want more kids activities. Mm-hmm. I just loved like having all of the kids there. I thought that the was so fun. was so good. Um, so, so anyway, yeah. So I want you to tell That's everyone. I want you to tell everyone how you found out, because it's kind of hilarious. Well, and I won't like give like the nitty gritty details of the conception, but please don't. <laughs> I was more. I'll tell the story of how you found out. No, no, no. Let me just. But shortly after, I realized that there was a chance I was going to get pregnant. Yeah, you said it pretty much right away. You're like, "There's a chance I'm pregnant." And I'm like, "You're fine." Blah 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 blah. And then you kept just like saying it and saying it, and then Hattie kept saying mommy has baby baby sister in her belly she just kept saying baby sister baby sister and kelly was like i don't like 
no, like, no, I We'd don't have like, a baby you, in my we, belly. You can pray for pray. one, she but yeah. Baby sister in your belly. No, she's kind of a brat about it. Yeah. And so, so sure enough, Kelly was actually pregnant when Hattie was like saying this. Um, but it's January 1st. Kelly comes over to my house and we're sitting down to record a podcast. No, I was a day late and I was like, I just when I was pregnant, when I found out I was pregnant with James, I was in such denial because I couldn't believe that I was pregnant that I bought like a Costco pack of pregnancy tests like you're so I'm, drama. i am swimming in them so you're like do you have a test here and i'm like yeah i do so you go you take it and then we find out like literally seconds before we're sitting down to record our january 1st podcast and we're gonna post the video on the carpool because yeah, we took a video it, and again it's um i hope that like the reaction i mean it's i don't want to get like any mean comments but like it was a major shock and it's not that i it's not that i was not excited for the baby i was just like looking down the barrel of like these three crazy trips in this like house and i was like i freaked out i had a minor freak out yeah but i'm in a good spot now yeah i'm in a good spot um so that's actually your set of your four babies that's the second one that i was there take uh helping you take yeah let's find out before you. tyler I was with you when you took the test <laughs> yeah that's true so funny that's so funny yeah huh huh so um do you want to announce the gender Yes. So, first of all, I'd be lying if I didn't say I kind of did this for the chance to try to give Hattie a sister. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's no secret that, like, my sister is, like, my sisters are, like, the most important people in my life. And, as but as much as, like, I, like, am loving, like, the brother-sister relationship that George and Hattie have and, like, the brother relationship that George and Fred are going to have, I was, like, I have, if we're going to, I want to do this because I at least want to be able to, like, say I tried. Yeah. Like, I tried to give her a sister. Um, and, but I, on the same, but it, it was like such a, it's such a weird feeling. Cause it's like, well, if Hattie doesn't get a sister, like Fred gets a brother, yeah. like 19 months apart. So yeah. like also how fun for Fred. Win, win. It, it, yeah. It was, a, well, it's someone's losing, but someone's winning. <laughs> well, not win, not. lose. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, we, um, we, I've never done the, the like early blood test before, but we did that like at my doctor's office, mainly because I'm like, I'm not moving too clear two like storage bins of baby clothes to my new house like i'm just not mm. doing that like something's got to give and please spare me the gender please, please spare me the stories of like their genders being wrong because i just can't i already yeah. got i already got rid of them let's just put it that way so anyway then i send it off they're like seven to ten days so i like kind of for, like not forget about it, but i'm like okay that kind of feels like a while like i thought you could just like run it underneath a yeah. thingamabob and it was so fun because I was actually with Tyler and my mom when I got the call because we were looking at countertops, like trying to pick out like our, our mm -hmm. countertops for the house. And we have it. We have the reaction recorded, which if you know anything about me, I'm like not a gender reveal kind of person. Mm -hmm. Like I've never done like with George. I'm kind of dragging this out, but it's OK. With George, um, I found out alone. Like I got like a 15 week ultrasound and they said, oh, I can tell the gender. And I called Tyler and told him. Mm hmm. Hattie was the same way. Fred was the same. I don't think Tyler was there for any of the genders. Like I literally just find out on an ultrasound and like call him. Like it's just and I people think that's weird. I love it. I just love like making it a low key thing. Okay. And like making it just like an intimate thing and like you I, know, focusing on what's important for me. I'm not I literally forced Kelly to let me like bring cupcakes to her kids so they could have a gender reveal for Fred. Yeah. If you look back at Fred's gender reveal, like I knew. I already knew. Yeah. Because I like found out at the doctor's office. And she literally wasn't. I literally forced her to let me do that. Yeah, she did force me. So this is like the first one I like have 
a reaction. A reaction. My reaction okay. on camera, which is fun. You know what so I mean? So what is it? <laughs> Baby number four is a girl. Ah! <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> like, I couldn't. I was so convinced it was a boy because who has two and two and who has boy girl boy girl like who that's the i don't i like when i think about the people who have four kids who i know it's all like three girls and a boy or it's like boy girl girl boy dad and his siblings are girl boy girl boy oh they are girl boy. Mm-hmm. i miss that one yeah but anyway like just no it's so amazing two i two. just feel like we're drowning in boys over here i am so excited for another girl i'm yeah. just so oh i just I love girls. Everyone has a brother. Everyone has a sister. It's amazing. And the, I mean, I'm so obsessed with it because I, George and Hattie's relationship is the, is one of my favorite things in the entire world. And I literally get to do it all over again. Yeah. With Fred and Four. Yeah. And I'm just so, ah, I'm just so excited that it's a girl. Like my oldest is a boy. My youngest is a girl. Like it's just. So everyone wants to know. I guess we have to Google what the female characters' names are in Harry Already Potter. Already done. Already done. So here's the thing. First of all, and if you don't know this joke, my daughter's name is Harriet. Harry. And then George and Fred are George and Fred Weasley. I, Kelly's not a Potter I'm not Potter a Harry head. Potter fan. I don't know anything about Harry Potter. I mean, I've seen the movies. I've, I don't know if I've seen all the movies. We should. I should do that. Yeah. Um, I guess I just like those kind of like old English names like whatever I just do so I'm like looking up Harry Potter inspired names today uh, do you do you know that you have a Harry Potter inspired name yeah James Potter yeah Harry's dad yeah Harry's dad mm-hmm. so I knew that yeah so anyway it's probably gonna be Hermione <laughs> <laughs> no the thing is is you've said it on another I don't want to say it I don't want to say it I, know, I don't want to say you've it. said one of your girl names I've said one of my girl is. names before and is a Harry Potter related <laughs> It's not related. It's directly. <laughs> I do not have a name. I can't believe I said that. I guess I said that when I didn't think I was having four. Yeah, I think you probably said it when you were pregnant with Fred and we were talking about like James. I thought it was like, because you guys don't understand. I was so done when I was pregnant with Fred. Yeah. Like I do have my maternity clothes. I don't have a lick. I have your maternity clothes. Yeah. I don't have anything. Mm-hmm. I did throw a lot of them away or donated a lot of them because I didn't. they didn't fit me. <laughs> sorry no i'm screwed yikes anyway anyway so exciting so baby content i don't have a name i don't know i you i and i'm not i don't know you guys know the names i like so then i went on a i went on baby and i kind of also like this is the first time i haven't like like george was always george hattie was always hattie and then fred was gonna be fred like i was just done i've never like had and I don't like a lot of boy names. Like a fourth no, boy would boy, have been very... boy names are so much a harder boy would than girl have been, names. Honestly, I probably named the boy Henry. And that's kind of... I like that name, but it's also like my third favorite. Yeah. Like, so it's kind of weird. Yeah. So anyway, I feel like I'm in a whole new world. Like I want to like go get a baby name book. Like I want to like just... I want to like live through that. You know? Yeah. I haven't made a decision. We should ask for people to send in ideas yeah so then I so want- let's 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 do that what do you what names do you like like what's your vibe and we'll see if anyone has any good ideas my for you. vibe is george hattie and fred okay i think that's like enough context you like single syllable middle names though no matthew frederick matthew no. i don't need that i don't need i don't don't need that when i threw elizabeth as a middle name you're like i don't really know if i like that which was 
weird for you to say? Well, a name that I'm not going to do, but that was on the list was I, Elizabeth was on the list, which people are going to be like, I think you're a star, but it's not. It's a family name. And Tyler really liked Elizabeth and call her Betty. Which is our grandma's name. Which was our grandma's name. I, but I just like Fred and Betty. Like it's giving two Flintstones for me. Yeah. And then you're in the Flintstone realm. <laughs> and it's just like. <laughs> and then I'm a Flintstoner. You're a potter and a Flintstone. But I do think Flintstoner. Betty is cute. Like that's the vibe. Like Betty's cute. Like Hattie, okay. Betty. But I don't like how those sound together either. Really. So kind of like old Englishy, but also kind of farmy. Yeah. Like I don't like, like I don't like Victoria. Because that's like way too like. Too, okay that's, that's like, like too formal like okay. i need a little bit more farm and a little more country in it okay a little bit more like fair queen okay if you will um but so anyway then i went on this website baby list and they have like an ai like basically chat gbt fills it out and you put your siblings names and it gives you recommendations oh did it give you any good ones uh no oh it gave me just like and here i didn't like any of them so i can read them to you oh gosh i'm gonna have to find it again Okay, I, I found it. Should I put Harriet or Hattie? Hattie. Hattie. Should I put Fred or yeah. Frederick? Yeah. Call, do what you call what them. What I call them. Okay. George, Hattie, and Fred. Oh, and then also people are like, are you going to do an E or an I? So it's like alphabetical. Huh? Okay. What? An E or A, an B, I? A, B, C, D, E, F, E, F, G, H. If I did like Elizabeth, it'd be E, F, G, H. Oh. Or I could do I okay i'm not gonna do that yeah no not that's gonna a stretch okay alice rose clara pearl elise i saw clara i don't like and clara. i almost said that too wait alice pearl i like pearl i think pearl's really cute pearl stumpy for a dog, for a dog. i almost named a dog. if i got a female dog i was gonna name her pearl um i think that's actually really cute okay but that's kind of alice is like kind of the vibe no it's not not the vibe for me um like i think martha's cute okay like i think like i don't know i just kind of like the silly like the well when you ask hattie what her baby sister's name is she says all of the places yeah all of the places and she's like, like so confidently and tyler's like olivia <laughs> oh i know olivia i was thinking about this olivia macy Olivia Macy. <laughs> All, All the, the places. places. <laughs> Olivia Macy. I don't know. I know. It's like not even cute because I'm like, it's just, like people ask her, what's her name going to be? All of the places. Uh, uh, no. All of the places. It's like, what? Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. So exciting. Congratulations. Thanks. So do you want to, so do you want me to like keep talking or do you want, do you have something else you want to say? Well, I was maybe going to say we could like get into our episode. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because we have a millennial word of the day. That was pretty much our dump. Well, yeah, I, w I have some industry news. I want to like kind of like talk through my initial car thoughts. Oh, yeah. Okay. I have some house updates I can give. Well, let's give you we a do break. Us three if you wanted. Let's give you a break okay. and we will do the millennial word of the day where we learn Gen Z slang so we can be less, less lame. lame. Today's word is doom scrolling. Doom scrolling. That's got to be when you're just scrolling in the middle of the night and you see that's TikTok and you see a sad TikTok yeah yeah it's like when you go in like down a rabbit hole yeah in a dark corner of the internet correct it's the practice of obsessively checking on online news for updates especially on social media feeds with the expectation that the news will be bad such that the feeling of dread from this negative expectation fuels a compulsion to continue looking for updates oh, yeah. in a self-perpetuating cycle oh yeah it's giving like covid days like when you would just like constantly like i mean i never watched local news more than like the early days of covid yeah it's that it's yeah yeah, like you just like would see, want to see people. That's so weird. Doom scrolling. 
people you just gotta unplug you have to you have to protect your peace and there's such a it's so hard because on one hand you're like but also you shouldn't be informed and know what's going on and while that's true i think you can like know what's going on and like not have to keep looking it up yeah i just it is so interesting because were we ever designed to know no we weren't we weren't designed to know what was going on in every area and also like what if you just do you think the world would be better or worse if everyone only worried about like their immediate circle and like their like the 10 square miles of their house not even like your circle like because like if you're something happens in your community like you should know and like you should show up for your community no i think that it would be a much better place if you were focused on like the what's going on around you and the people around you like community is so like dead and like kind of like you said like loving your neighbor it's just like i don't even know some of my neighbor's names community is that's so well said community is so dead and it's one of the reasons why i love living here because like this is where my community is and i think you can find community other places but i'm telling you like you can look up blue zones people who have a community yeah they they are happier and they live longer yeah yeah and then it's just like you know and not to make it like political but then too it's like when you're so worried about what's going on in other parts of the world if like you disagree with maybe the person across the street then you two are fighting over something that isn't even directly affecting you and now you guys aren't you are in the same community and you don't even like each other because it's like so the politics and like what goes on in the world is just like so divisive um right now and like especially right now it seems like no one can have a conversation anymore but i also feel like not i feel like you can in person in per yeah in person i feel like we all can get to some not everybody and everywhere but in person i feel like you can get to a common ground because also people would never say things that they say online someone's face it's like Mm -hmm. so weird um i just a little fascinating philosophy i'm gonna slip in here you know who just said it best who mother Teresa. One of my favorite quotes in the world. I'm in my new house. I want to get like a piece of art that says it. And it says, if you want to, she says, if you want to change the world, go home and love your family. Yeah. Chills. Chills. That gave me chills. Mother Teresa. Yeah. Love your neighbor. Love your family. Find a community. Yeah. Just like, where were we going with that? I don't know. It's not about doom scrolling. We're kind of like doom scrolling on this conversation. No, I think we're giving like super, super tangible, actionable advice. Well, I mean, and not even to go off. And we can also be your community. Like, I'm sorry. The Carpool Crew Facebook page is such a a light and fresh air. Such a light. And they're just like so supportive. I hope who we gave advice the other day, the um, military family who wasn't invited on the vacation there's an if you aren't part of the facebook group there's an entire post about you and everyone is like giving their own advice and just like cheering you on and they're like let's plan a trip no like, that we'll was, i said that first i said oh, you said it first you're, i said it. you're you're planning it <laughs> well yeah you know i like my love of travel yeah yeah <laughs> how about this auto show auto show let's get together everyone's invited everyone's invited to the auto show it's gonna be a super fun experience this year i'm ve- i'm actually very excited because since it's on a saturday we get a move in on friday yes so we get to have like the before the cocktail hour we think we think this is we're going to try to have our cocktail vip happy hour at the auto show the night before so anyone who gets those tickets gets first access to the show imagine the vibes of like 
you make it a long weekend in St. Louis and we're going to we're going to turn out like the recommend we need to find a St. Louis travel agent. Um, no, can, like, no, no, no. Uh, I, I, I've con or we will work with like STL bucket list or like some of yes. those like we're um, going to like give an I 10 um, things to do. And then like you come in Friday, you come to the place. The show's empty. We're not going to sell a lot of tickets. A hundred max. Yeah. Um, no, that's for the VIP the, night. for the for the VIP night. We have like maybe past like I'm thinking past apps, maybe again, a table. Again, I don't know if we have the budget for yeah, that. Again. But cocktail, <laughs> cocktail hour, like walking around, looking at new cars with a glass of wine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Period. Period. We'll all be there. We'll all be there. The whole fam. The whole I'll fam. I'll be so pregnant. Yep. <sighs> and then the next day, if you want to come back and see all our fabulous like vendors and just like feel like the electricity no, that the, is the auto like, show. Con like the vendors are fire. Shopping, making, shopping, shopping. We're making it longer this year. So um, people can spread out because there, there's always like so many people that come right at the beginning. And then like the last hour looks so lame that's a hot tip that's, that's one to come mm -hmm. as the last hour because no one's there anymore if you come at the beginning everyone's there it's hard to get into the cars so we're giving it we're gonna make it longer so there's like more opportunities to come so yeah. just pop in and bring the whole fam bring the kitties like it's just so fun yeah. i can't wait it's so fun and today's episode is brought to you by caraway you guys we are so obsessed with our caraway cookware for a number of reasons number one it's non-toxic Okay, that's a win-win, especially when you're cooking for a family or a pregnant woman like myself. I love the Caraway products are made without any toxic materials like PFASs, PTFEs, PHOAs, or other hard-to-pronounce chemicals. It's also easy to cook with because it has that ceramic naturally slick surface it means minimum oil or butter is needed and things literally will just slide right off the pan. And finally, it couldn't be more aesthetic. I mean, I am talking some of the most beautiful pots and pans, colors and combinations, hardwares you can get. And Caraway takes it one step further by bringing you one of the best storage solutions I've ever seen. An easy place to hang the lids, a divider for your different pots and pans. It makes it so easy. Visit carawayhome.com slash carpool to take advantage of this limited time offer of 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive for our listeners. So visit carawaycom slash carpool or use code carpool at Checkout. Caraway non-toxic cookware made modern. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, okay, what you can get back to the other things you want to talk about. Okay, so like I think the question everyone's asking me is like, what am I going to do about a car situation? No, that's such a good question. Um, I don't think, I mean, again, just like it's not, I, I don't think I'll like buy a car. I think I'll probably just continue like the demo world for right now while, while inventory is still good. If like, basically I'm going to do that until dad tells me I can't do that anymore. Is truthfully okay. just kind of the vibes. Um. I'm in a Ford Expedition Max right now with the bench. It would totally work. Everything would okay. work. Everything would work. I'm, I'm just and I kind of want to try the bench because I would love to be able to take somebody to sit back there with the baby to just like do all of that. So I might I mean, my gut is like telling me put George and Hattie in the third row. Shout out Expedition Bench for like having 
lower anchors and mm-hmm. tether anchors and all the seats and just being incredible. And then I may put like Fred and the baby in the middle and outboard seat and then like leave one of the other seats open for either me to sit or for us to tilt for third row access. Okay. That's my initial. Um, also, I was like talking to like one of my CPST friends and like a really big slept on thing that everyone feels weird about. And it, w- it wouldn't work in all cars, but it would work in the expedition is putting the baby in the third row. Okay. So I may play around with that. I feel like that'd be really hard to get them out. I don't think so. Really? I have to try it. I just feel like I'm trying to imagine how you would like grab the two things to like yank them out. Yeah. Maybe it would be hard. But I'm going to try it all. I think that's just like what's so fun about this combination. And it's also just like really going to push me as a reviewer and as a creator mm-hmm. because um, I think four is probably the hardest I think four is harder than three for, I mean, obviously, but it, I think it's a really big jump because now I'm going from like, can it fit three across to like, oh, I can't, we can't all fit in Tyler's truck. Yeah. We can't all do this. We can't all do that. So that's going to be very interesting. When do you just get the conversion van that mom had growing up? Well, that's like, oh, still only has five seats. I'm not, I am not interested in that conversion van at all. Mm. Like that doesn't really, I mean, I'll just, I would just buy a regular minivan before that. Yeah. But I guess that was nicer when we were because we were older when she had that. We were yeah. like in middle school. And I just have no idea. Like, I don't remember like the car seats we were in. Like, I don't remember the car seat age at all. No. Do you? No. No. So anyway, we're working on that. I think. I don't know if the addition is going to be done before the baby comes, but I think it will have definitely be. It'll definitely be almost done. I mean, we're planning on moving in and then pretty much getting started on it like mm-hmm. this pretty soon. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we'll see. If not, it'll be fine. I saw like the funniest, and I mean the funniest TikTok I've ever seen in my life. Someone sent, I don't even have TikTok, but someone sent it to me and then I've sent it to everybody. And it's like this video of someone like when you're pregnant with your fourth and someone asks you what your nursery theme is. And it's like a bassinet next to a box of diapers. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's it. That's the theme. Well, I mean, really, that's the that's when you really don't have to be worried about where the baby's going to be. No, I'm not worried about the baby born. at all. No, yeah. not at all. I'm not worried. I'm not... I'm not worried about the lack of bedrooms in the slightest. I mean, it, and truly, like, basically, like, the kids are going to all go in the, the office, which is, mm-hmm. like, fine. Like, they'll be fine. It's a huge room. All of their beds will fit. It has a closet. It doesn't have a bathroom, but they can use, use our bathroom. Their current room. It's not like their current room has a bathroom. No, but, but yes, but you're right. But people are like, well, why do they need their own bathroom? And they don't need their own bathroom, but, like, the only shower is is the primary shower. Yeah. So, like... Eventually, when I have like a 12 year old, like and a 14 year old, like they need like they the, the kids need a shower. Yeah, they don't need a shower, but I would like them to have their own shower, their own little space. So anyway, life is chaos. Life is chaos. OK, Liz, well, you're ready for industry news where I spill the hot tea going on in the auto industry. Yeah, girl. Have we talked about the new Ford Explorer? Um, I feel like we did a little bit. Wait, did we or did we not? No, I think we did a little bit. Why? What's the news? <laughs> that the 2024 Ford Explorer gets new looks and a better infotainment system. No, I think we... Did that just come out? I don't think we talked about this on the podcast. I think we might have been saying the Ford Explorer needs a redesign. And where is it? Well, it came out February 1st, but I guess I I guess I just forgot to talk about it on the podcast. And also, it like wasn't that groundbreaking. The Ford Explorer is just like... <sighs> First of all, it's like... It's no secret. I'm obs- like. I am obsessed with the expedition. 
Yes. Like I almost was. Have you seen that trend where everyone's like, get ready with me while I tell you all the things I like hate about the Ford Expedition. Oh, yeah. And then it's like, I'm not doing any. There's nothing to hate. Yeah. Perfection in a vehicle. Well, that's not true. It could have whatever. It's pretty darn close. So and like Tyler has an F-250 like we love like the Ford Edge. I mourned. Yeah. Mourned the fact that they taken away the Ford Edge. The Ford Explorer is one of my least favorite cars. You guys are low-key Ford people. No, we're low-key Ford people. And like that's why I can say like the Ford Explorer is one of my least favorite cars. It it is so lost. Mm-hmm. It's so lost. And it's so just not competitive in the midsize category. And like it should be. Yeah. Like it should be. Absolutely. And it's not. Yeah. And like now the new Chevy Traverse is truly just going to put the biggest nail in the coffin to this Ford Explorer. Mm-hmm. Because like if you're an American person, like an American made person, like the Traverse is so much better than the Explorer. Yeah. So you would go Traverse. over. Yeah. Like the new Traverse. I'm on the edge of my seat for it to come out. Okay. So what are these upgrades? <sighs> okay. A front end, new look interiors, and a host of tech-centric upgrades. Every Explorer now has a full digital gauge cluster and better infotainment system with Google's voice assistants and apps to stream video games and play games. Who freaking cares? Ford's midsize SUV is mechanically unchanged, but it has more standard features, and the Blues Cruise hands-free option is available for the first time. So first of all, like you adding your horrible infotainment system to the Ford Explorer is not a selling point. Okay. One thing I actually do hate about the Expedition is yeah. their horrible infotainment system, like their giant iPad screen pass yeah pass blue cruise is nice that's like the hands-free driving which i do like and it's just they are taking away the hype it used to have a plug-in hybrid they're like yeah let's just take that away a what what Uh, now of all times and now of all times and it's got a larger grille, new headlights, front bumpers that mimic that mimic skid plates and appear wider and lower than before. There's going to be four trims. I mean, you can look it up. It's it's nothing. It's it's very much a mid-cycle refresh. I mean, I'm excited to see it at the um New York Auto it Show. It doesn't do much for me. Like I see that and I'm just like, okay. Well, the thing is it's like it's just not very big. And it's expensive. Like in comparative yeah and i think like the problem with and this is i mean people are gonna love it and like that's fine but this is just coming from someone who's been in every mid-size suv multiple times like if you're not gonna have the space have the best tech yeah because like have something and be the best at something be the best at something, or have the best car seat setup or have like the hybrid option or just like do something do you think okay Outside of the fact that obviously we are looking for very specific criteria in an SUV, do you think the Explorer is for anyone? Like they're not, we're not looking for car seats. Yeah. I mean, I think that it's like, I think it's like, I think cops really enjoy driving them. Mm. I think they're like, they're good for, for the, cops. The police. Yeah. Um. Well, and how annoying is it too when that person gets the white Explorer and then they put that ridiculous <laughs> like circular window on theirs and just so you'll get out of their way do you because i think i'll drive slower behind you that's what i always think because i whenever i can see i'm like i can tell you're not a cop but you you made me slow down now i'm driving the speed limit or i'll get out of the way anyway i'm not trying i'm kind of being silly like the explorers the thing with the explorer is it's just fine like it just does everything okay it doesn't do anything great it's not the most car seat friendly it it is safe 
I will give it okay. that. Like it, it, it's one of the four SUVs that scored well when they did the second row crash testing mm-hmm. because they do have pretensioners in the second row. So like it's kind of like Subaru Ascent in that aspect. Okay. You know what? It's kind of giving Subaru Ascent. To me, they just like fall in a category of put it on your list. It's an option. Yeah. But I think there's other cars that do the same things better. Okay. All right. Like, I mean, I think the Hyundai and Kia tech is impossible to beat. I think that the the, the new Chevy Traverse is in the Volt in the Volkswagen have such car seat and family capabilities in the Honda Pilot, too. Like, they're also like big and amazing. I think the new Grand Highlander even is like checking the boxes as far as like size and tech and hybrid technology. And to me, the Ford Explorer isn't very big. Maybe this tech's amazing. I haven't seen it, so I shouldn't be talking so bad about it. But if it's if they just upgraded it to what's in the Ford Expedition Platinum, which I think that's what they did. It's clunky. Sorry, mm. it's clunky. And then it's just not that big. It's just not that big. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. So sorry. That's okay. Do you have more industry news or do you No, we're okay. gearing up for um well yes, I have one more thing. We oh. are gearing up for New York Auto Show. Yeah. That's coming up. Yep. My last trip on the books, but we'll have probably a few more trips planned. Mm-hmm. But this will be fun. And we're doing private tours of the New York Auto Show, mm-hmm. which I'm very excited about. I'm doing two tours. Unfortunately, my tours are sold out. But there's some other um, tours available. Okay. One of them is by this girl we know, Scotty, who runs a girl's guide to cars. And she's hosting like a girl's night out. Like that's like the theme of her tour. So, like mine's like so family. Like mine's like so family, which like don't get me wrong. We're going to have so much fun, like bring car seats in places. So anyway, she's doing a girls night out tour. And I think if you want to look at cars, like it's totally mm-hmm. worth doing because tr- like the regular auto shows, like first of all, they're not car on auto shows. Like it's a bunch of random people like cramming in a bunch of cars with like no like balloon artists or like characters or like food trucks. Yeah, it's honestly so, like, like I would pay. Best. I would personally I'd pay up for the private tour. OK, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like I wouldn't go if you couldn't go for that. So yeah. if you're interested, you can find the tickets on the New York Auto Show. OK, cool. Well, Kel. Are you ready for a ditch the drive through where we give you an easy dinner recipe to mix it up to get you out of your dinner rut? Yeah, because y'all, your girl has not been cooking. That's been one of the reasons why we didn't do February because I can't, I'm not cooking. I, yeah, I made a broccoli chicken casserole about took me out. Yeah, it took me out. It is so hard. I remember when I had James, like I used to cook. Well, before having James, I cooked all the time. And then that like first trimester with him, I was like my kitchen's never been so clean because I literally didn't use it. No, and is that a thing that we all go through? I can't even explain. Like my nausea my nausea's been pretty bad. I am on bone gesto, which has been helping, but it's just like it's just so many aversions and I just I mean, my kids are fed, like don't worry. Like they're they're being fed. But I'm just like not I'm basically like cooking a bunch of different meals. Like we're doing a lot of like mac and cheese, broccoli, Luckily, my kids love raw veggies. So that's mm-hmm. like where we're getting our veggies in from. Yeah. And doing a lot of Costco meals. Tyler's been making chicken pot pies. Like he's like buying the frozen banquet ones and he feeds those to the kids like once a week. Wow. Because I'm just. Right, but you're OK. You're entering your second trimester. Like, are you feeling better? Like, not yet. F- not really? yet. I'm not feeling better yet. But like, I don't feel good at all right now. I feel very nauseous. But mm-hmm. I've just had really crazy I haven't like been craving like one thing specifically, but like my cravings are so intense and so all over the place. Or it's like if I don't get it, yeah, like I I am like hyper fixating. Like I had, I was craving like peanut butter oatmeal, and then like I ate peanut butter oatmeal for like five meals straight. Like I'm not even kidding. Wow. And then it's like I have to go get a fillet of fish. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's disgusting. 
I'm disgusting. <laughs> oh, dude. I'm it's survival mode. <laughs> no, it's just the first trimester is so hard. And then hopefully, like, the problem is, like, with Fred, my second and third trimester were so hard. Like, I just didn't feel good. Like, I just carried him really hard. I don't know what was the deal. But I'm determined to not... I don't mean, hard not, pregnancy, easy baby. Easy pregnancy. Hard baby. <laughs> I think this baby's going to be easy. What fourth child is that, Sydney? Sydney was the hardest child for mom, for sure. She paid off, though. Yeah, she now it's one of the most helpfuls. Yeah, but she was definitely like for sure the biggest headache. Yeah, great, great. So you have that. But don't you think that's kind of like Hattie's? Like you don't get two of those. Mm, no, Hattie gives Sydney. Hattie totally gives Sydney. Yeah. Anyway, okay, I want to read our Ditch to the Drive Through. This comes from Ashley. If you want to write, leave your own Ditch to the Drive Through, you can email hello at thecarmomofficial.com. It's Caprice Chicken. I'm sorry if this is going to make you gag, Kelly. So you can just like. I saw this one come headphones. in. I saw this one come in. I think it sounds really good. <laughs> I think everything sounds good but the cheese. Okay. Like, I'd love some bruschetta right now. Okay. Okay. Well, this isn't about you. This is for everyone who can, like, stand to make a meal like me. Okay. You need chicken breasts. She says, I prefer thin sliced or sliced big ones in long, in half long ways. <sighs> I just talked about how you cut chicken. I don't need your, I don't need you to make a comment on every ingredient. Uh, cherry tomatoes, mozzarella, balsamic glaze, fresh basil if you're feeling fancy. Cook the chicken on the stove pot. Stove top in a pan with some olive olive oil or avocado oil, salt, pepper, Italian seasoning, whatever sounds good. Once about halfway through, flip the chicken and allow and throw in some grape or cherry tomatoes. Keep them in long enough for them to start blistering. I love a blistering tomato. Once chicken is nearly cooked, top slices of of top with slices of mozzarella so it starts to melt onto the chicken. Once finished, drizzle the balsamic glaze on top with fresh basil. Serve with whatever veggie, bag salad, rice, tomato, potatoes. I think it sounds good with pasta. Bada bing, bada boom. It sounds good, Kelly. If you didn't feel the way you did, you would no, be agreeing with me. I know. I'm just like feeling depressed because like I have to figure out what to eat for the rest of the day. I'm so happy I can finally have a platform to complain about it. Mm. I want bruschetta. I'm going to. Where are you going to find that? <laughs> and that's the thing we live like nowhere we live in a place the trader joe's bruschetta is so good i'm not gonna be able to get to a trader joe's i'm gonna have to make it myself that sounds like a lot of work i need bruschetta that sounds so good the chicken and cheese and sound like i could literally gag on this microphone but i need the bruschetta okay well with that that's gonna be our episode in a chaotic episode it was So thank you so much for listening to the Carpool Podcast and we'll talk to you next time. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Carpool Podcast with Kelly and Liz. Make sure you're subscribed so you never miss an episode. And if you enjoyed riding with us, tell everybody you know. There's room in the car for everyone.